Hi, my name's Brandon. And if you're anything like me, you're gay. Yep. This is Get Into the Groove, the podcast where we find a groove and we get into it. And with me, as always, I'll take a number one. It's Jeannie. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Sorry, I caught you scrolling. That's okay. You weren't doom scrolling, was, were you? No, I was double checking something that I was going to mention oh, later okay. down oh, the line oh, this oh, evening. Oh, last minute fact checks. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I am a clearly notoriously bad at fact checking. We don't want any more myself. Thundercat incidents. <laughs> Sometimes I just sit over here and lie to you people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was really pleased with myself because I think one of the last episodes I was spewing what I thought were facts mm-hmm. and that I wasn't sure about. And then I like looked him up. I was all right. I was like, oh yeah, that's never happened before in my life. That's good. That probably feels good. I it, wouldn't know. It felt good. It felt validating. <laughs> someday, Jeannie, someday. I hope. Oh, and of course, a regular taco with mild sauce. It's Colton Cox. Hello. Hi. Mild sauce. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean. That's just, wow. Is that insulting? I just didn't know that's where we were at with our friendship. <laughs> and last but not least, <laughs> don't forget the large Pepsi. It's Melissa. Yes. Uh, that's Hi. right. That's right. Don't forget it. Uh, how's everyone doing? You know what? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a pretty yeah. good day. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great day. It's True. been a busy day. Mm, it's been mm-hmm. too busy of a week for me, but it was a busy day. Mm-hmm. Word. You did. You. I'm tired. You had a lot to do on your. Yeah. Morning checklist, apparently. Yeah. It's been like this all week, though. So. Mm. It's fine. When do you get a break? Was today it? Did we take no, back your break? No, I have tomorrow too. Okay, fantastic. Great. Good. You're not working tomorrow? Nope, not tomorrow. Oh, look at you. I know. I'm lucky today. Getting a Saturday off. Yeah, never happens. Right? Yeah, it's the freaking weekend. Sorry. I'm about to have me some fun. Oh, shit. Bounce, 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 bounce. Bounce, you bounce, bounce. We're just going to keep pushing the whole copyright thing until someone's like, yeah. you know uh, what? R. Right. Kelly, please Stop. come for us. <laughs> you oh. now You have too much on your plate, my man. My man. Got too much on your plate. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tongue pop right there. I still think of uh, that one R. Kelly meme where it's like, R. Kelly wouldn't be, because he went out of jail, right? Because of COVID-19 stuff going on. Oh, and, <laughs> Yeah. It was COVID-15 that he wouldn't have been so scared. Uh, <laughs> so I've gathered us here today. I've gathered us here today to listen to an album that is um, a journey, to say the least. Though it is only 32 minutes long, it's, I think, probably the shortest album we've listened to so far, if not one of. If not the shortest one of. Um we're listening to Perfume Genius, his third studio album, Too Bright. Um, and I, I just kind of want to get a general consensus. How did everyone feel um, 
when they got to the end of it the first time? I have mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. We've got mixed reviews over here. Yeah. All right. I'll leave it at that for now, I think. Okay. We'll elaborate yeah. soon. Yeah. Okay. But anybody else? Jeannie, Melissa? There's nothing bright about this album. <laughs> it's nothing. It's not. It's not too bright. It's very it's not, dim. It's not bright at all. It's not that. Not that, not that it's not smart, but it's just not a bright color. Right. It's not happy, or <laughs> happy for him, from my understanding. Or peppy, or bright. Yes. Yes. Kind of visceral. Kind of depressing. <laughs> It was, um, it's been a while since the first time I've listened through this album. Yeah? Yeah, because I've listened to this album, like, many times over sure. the past handful of years. Brandon, it's been out for a while. You might yes. back at that up back a little bit. Um, it's just picking up a lot of breath noise. Back it up. Back it up. Mm-hmm. Back it up. Heavy breathing. Back it up. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of weird noises on this one. Sorry, Cole. All right. <laughs> there is never an episode where there's not weird noises. No. There's not a single goddamn one. Not a single one. We are terrible at this, but I will say we are getting better. We're getting so much better, I think. Okay, let's deep dive. Let's dive into this album. Let me let me tell you guys. Um, you're gonna have to sell this to me. I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay, yeah, for sure. I have to sell this to me. Do I have to sell to all of you? No, I'm sold on this album. Okay, great. Okay, great. I have your back. You've already listened to this one, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I have. I have. I'm up there with Brandon. I think I've combed through most of the Perfume Genius catalog. I think I text Brandon regularly when he puts out like new announcements to make sure Brandon knows about it. Like I'm like, ah shit. He released, like he released those cool singles. Yeah. One of which he like pulled off of YouTube and is, it's, it's kind of gone. Let me give oh. you a quick visual of where I Do you am remember that album. one? No, I don't know. I can't what remember what it's called, but it was, it was had like this old school porn star in it. If I remember correctly. Oh, I read a little bit about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. like Who real was briefly on North? YouTube. I made sure to send it to you <laughs> no. though. And then it like, they like from, yanked from it like, from it's YouTube. From the second record. Yeah. Um, or um, it was like, like an <laughs> almost an in-between thing is what it was. I see. I see. What's it perhaps? Yeah. Rod no, no, Jeremy. no. I sent you that. I sent you like My when God. you like announced his he shows that he's doing with Sanchez. So I was knows? like, I got to make sure Brandon knows we should go to this even though it's, you know, there's one in New York and there's one in like fucking Seattle. Like, I think either of those places Of course we're not going to make those aces. trips, but. We could. We would love to. I would love to. Maybe, Maybe one someday. day. Yeah. Now, Melissa, <laughs> what were you saying? We you tied that up nicely. Visual of uh, how you felt. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in an art art theater, an art, specifically uh, an art theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of a very, very strange movie. I can I can follow that vibe. And the lights have come up, and I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. You're seeing the last final credits. Yep, like, I don't know where the last and two the, and a half hours of my life went. That's funny that you say a movie, because I pictured, like, a ballet. <gasps> like, a very, like, contemporary ballet. How very sophisticated of you. Well. Well, I, see, I love this album as a dance piece album, because that's what I primarily, right. like, I put this album and I, like, dance around the house to it, like... This is not a bopping well, kind of dance either. This is like, this is me having conjuring something yes, up. This is a very fun. And I have more notes about like the concept of play and creativity, but like, this is a good, like play around with dancing and movement to like really feel good yeah. kind of album for me. Um, Especially grid. Yes. I've, I've watched, uh, 
a few of his music videos and it seems like dance, dance is, a is a theme for important him. part of what he does. Yes. Yes. So I don't know if he's, is he trained? Is he a trained dancer? I don't believe so. No, I he actually so. largely doesn't have much of a like artistic background. If I remember reading about him, Okay. Uh, he was kind of a party kid through like, I think it's like yeah, earlier twenties like, and teen yeah. years. And then at some point in time in an attempt to get sober, I think he started writing music is about how it goes. Right. This is the perfect jumping off point because the very first number is called I Decline. And I think upon first listen, I heard the song and I was like, okay, so he's rejecting everybody's sort of like normative expectations that they have for him. And he's rejecting all of that and becoming his own person because it goes right into queen. And like, it's very, you know, like I'm here, I'm taking up my space. Yeah. That was my first thought when mm -hmm. I heard this, this track, um, but doing just a little uh, more digging and just reading the kind of revisiting. Yeah. Um, the lyrics are short and I, I bet you I'm going to read every um, stanza in this album and it won't take up that much time. Um, the first stanza is I can see for miles, the same old line. No, thanks. I decline. Um, referring to drugs, referring to, lines of coke he could continue to go down this path this very very reckless path but uh he decides no i'm gonna do i'm gonna do something different um angel just above the grid open smiling reach out that's all right i decline um and hearing this line i feel like it's it's like it's an image of death mm -hmm. right like it's it is very easy to go down this path because you're going to get like a great release at the end or something. Um, There's an angel there. Yeah. She'll take care of you once well, this yeah. is all that, over. That angel line is reflected in grid as well. Exactly. So yes. You conjure this theme back up later. Yes, yes, yes. He sets the stage. It's a very good intro. Plus, um, if you had been following uh perfume genius's career up to this point, um, both of his first two albums sound like this song they're like really low-key piano heavy um uh, those like very soft yes i don't want to say weak vocals but they're not set as powerful is the thing they yeah. have this like trickled out effect like like they just kind of fall out of them yeah it's a, it's a little bit like it's intimate. inhuman or yeah yeah um not human mewling almost yeah some good words that I've used for this album. I got real creative in my writing, I think. Mewling. Mewling. That's the M-E-W-L. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like a kitten. Little baby kitten. Nice. Um, <laughs> do you have a thought? Nope. No? <laughs> nope. Okay, great. Um, I decline. I de <laughs> She's so funny. Anyway, if you had been following his career, that's that's what those are the kind of songs you would hear like up to this point or you have heard up to this point. And so this is like this intro track is very like, ah, this makes sense. Perfume Genius. This is exactly who I'm listening to. Familiar territory. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then it goes into Queen, which is a drastic departure of what he's been doing up to this point. Very loud, um, not very much piano. Um, 
and really kind of grating, kind of disgusting, really, really. It's like in punk rock territory, but not quite punk rock. Like, That's a question that I have is like, what genre slash genres does Perfume Genius fit into? Because I was discussing this just earlier today. Um, I got asked that question. They're like, what? what genre is this? Like yeah. what style is this? And I was like, it's actually a good question. Cause it's a little hard to peg down sometimes. Yeah. Genuinely. I think it fits into that weird category of alternative rock with like Radiohead. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I think my like continuation of the thought is it seems like a really interesting mutation of punk, like this inevitable arm of like where punk can go to. Yeah. Um, as well as um, I see like a lot of indie pop, yeah. As a concept or art pop. Art pop and then I saw pop. also one, I saw chamber pop, which I was like, that is something I don't actually know anything about, but I've heard of, I kind of have a concept of it. My only like example of cha- chamber pop is vampire weekend. That, yeah, that oh, album okay. that was very popular kind of in high that. school. Um, I don't remember what it was it's called. It's got like a slight, I don't want to say like classical music twinge to it, but right. like, I can see that. Okay. Um, And I feel like that makes sense for Perfume Genius's No Shape album. Yes. I feel like that is kind of in chamber pop territory the most. This album, though, in particular, though, you're like, where where does it land? Yeah, because it's kind of going from singer-songwriter, piano-heavy lo-fi, and it just kind of like... It's shed its own out. skin yes. and now it's in between like this, like this. See, I guess I don't know. Whatever I've listened to with you, Perfume Genius. Yeah. I've kind of always categorized them in the rock category, even though it's not, you know, like loud and abrasive. It's still like, it's very indie pop, like yeah. more so than like normal pop, I would say. And it, it, it gets to that loud and abrasive point, but right. it doesn't like rely on that. He doesn't rely and on I think that. That's as perhaps a of- why I lump it in more with rock than pop, because he is more on the abrasive side than what pop would really allow you to go to, you know? Yeah. Um, and like he has songs that are more pop, but there are other ones that are more like nasty sounding. Like yeah. I think, um, St. Vincent also does similar things with pop music where there's like mm-hmm. kind of these not so great sounding things that like kind very of distorted and gritty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I was also going to say, I looked on the Wikipedia page and R and B was listed. Yeah. And I was like, that is a weird one to interpret, but I can kind of wrap my head around I it. I totally see that actually. Yeah. Can it's, you give it's me examples strange. like what, like where, where I think that the last song. Uh, okay. Yeah. Especially all like that song, I can imagine being sung by is that all around. Is that what? Uh, uh, all along, yeah. all along, all along. Yeah, like that song, I can I could totally see translated and see it being sung by some soul singer in a bar. Yeah, yeah. Like, very loungy, like yeah, it's, it's very, very like yeah, it's very end of the bluesy. night bluesy. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, that makes sense. And there are a couple of songs on here that are yeah, kind of like there's that, another where it's one. like I could imagine someone else singing this, and it would sound. I could kind of see. Not that it's bad the way he does it. It's just like, like but if it would translate over really. Yeah. Someone was like, oh, like I did this cover of Perfume Genius. I'd be like, what? Yeah. (laughs) You know? If it were longer, then it could be like something you start listening to as the like sun goes down and then it's like coming back up is at the end of the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I fall asleep. I miss half of it. Wow. You said what? Huh? I said I'd fall asleep. <laughs> I'd miss half of it. Well, uh, I was just making comparison. I think that would be like the scope that he probably was trying to go for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely a cycle. Be napping though. <laughs> <laughs> Napping's nice. Uh, Napping is uh, nice. Napping is nice, and let's normalize that. Okay, and you know what, everybody, maybe, ladies and gentlemen out maybe there, maybe sometimes we need to rest. The we need to adopt the while I'm napping idea. is supposed to be seeping into my subconscious. Uh-huh. So maybe I'm doing it right, Colton. Your mind is more free and open, and is going it's like, it's on like, a you know, journey. You're supposed to play classical music All for right. babies in the womb. Continue this okay. song. So, Queen, <laughs> Queen. In my notes, I put "I decline." This sounds like learning, and put your back into it. And on Queen, I said, "Holy fucking shit, this is not learning," and put your back into it. Like it's it's such such a dramatic difference from what he's been doing that uh, it's almost overwhelming. Um, has anybody seen the video? Did anybody watch yes. the video? We were talking about the video or yeah. the video for grid earlier, I guess. Yeah, we did talk about that, but we can talk about the queen video too. It's I feel like he has a lot of videos for his he does. music. He does put out a good amount of videos. There's clearly more of a vision than just it existing as music. Right. Mm-hmm. And they are 100% interesting. Like the, the, it is never, they're always fascinating. The yeah. makeup, the costumes, the weird sets, all of the dancers, like, all of it is a spectacle that is like absolutely worth tuning into. A lot, a lot of him usually shirtless and contorting himself. Yeah, he does around. a lot of those <laughs> things. Yeah. I, I, I love the opening shot of this video. Um, I think throughout the video, he's wearing mostly uh, what's on the it's cover like of this a, record. Yeah, just that like that, that chain link or yeah, chain mail kind of like tank top is basically yes, what it is. Exactly. Um, the opening shot is like, you see him in this rear view mirror and like the brake lights are on his face. And so his face is like half red and he sings like the first line looking at you through mm-hmm. the rear view mirror. Right. And then the driver adjusts the mirror and then like the camera reveals that it's perfume genius, quote unquote, running along the side of the road and it turns and then like the driver's picking up perfume. Genius. Like it's, it's such a mind fuck this music video, but it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Um, it was, uh, I think I might be wrong, but I'm pretty certain it was shot here in Kansas city. That, that video. Yeah. That video was shot down in the, uh, I think it's, um, the West bottoms, but it's like the further Western part of the West bottoms, like, like way over there. Go, you get oh, towards, over. towards to Kansas. Yep. To, well, oh. yeah. You get over to the Kansas side basically. And there's like that grain elevator out mm-hmm. there. And there's okay. a bunch of other like stuff that's down in there. There's all the train tracks and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. down yeah. there. And like, I think some of it was shot down there, but it was a like shot and produced by a Kansas city, like that's native like that inaccessible service. Uh, yeah. That ramp off there. Ramp. Uh, oh. I know what you're talking about. You know? That's exactly what she's talking about. Okay. Hmm. Mm. I'm right there with you. Yeah. No, that's where that's where it was. I need confirmation. If anybody out there is listening to this, give me evidence. Take me there. I want to go there. Take me to that great place. But it was uh it was uh it was like shot and produced by a Kansas City native, the video. That's amazing. So there you go. It's uh, so fucking good. Cody Cricello, though Cricello. I could be wrong. Of uh, Scion or something like that. Okay. Not familiar. I'm going I to. I read about it on the pitch. 
That's while amazing. I was doing research because I had read that somewhere else some other time ago. That's amazing. That's what I was double checking, by the way. Wow. Fact checking. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh, that's good. It's a good fucking video. You're excited, right? <sighs> yeah. It's extra special now. Yeah, it is. <sighs> what else do I want to say about this song? Um, I love this song. Me too. Also, I would say I can see parallels between this and um, Describe. They both have that really like heavy, grating, loud, like they just start. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I love this. I love this as a pop piece, though, too. It's very pop forward. It's very catchy on this album. Very accessible, one might say. One of the most, yeah, accessible and catchy songs on the album. It's the one that you shared with me, and it's the one that I like. I did have to chew through it a little bit before I got into the rest of his work, but it was catchy enough that it did hook me. It was a good one. I heard some teeth sucking over here. Where we oh, were it was, no, you know what? I didn't mean to do that on purpose. Okay. <laughs> um, but about it, it's interesting that it is like the most accessible song on the upper one of them, you know, like something that, can be shared and like most people can understand it um, because it's a song that kind of takes space, but not really because mm-hmm. the lyrics are very, um, there's an abs- self deprecating. Yeah. Um, seems to be this idea that like he's feeling confident in himself and he's, you know, a queen, but he's like, it's like if a mummy were a queen, you know what Confident I mean? Confident that he's a monster. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that, that he has heard There's throughout his- There's yeah, decay here. Yeah. He's heard throughout his life that, um, you know, people have been calling him uh, a, a weirdo, uh, queer, um, thinful, broken, whatever it is. He decides, okay, if I'm that, that's what I am. It's an interesting piece because it's um, cracked, peeling, riddled with disease. Don't you know me? The lyrics are kind of contradictory to themselves. Yeah. And and they also contradict the music itself, too. Yeah. Because it does feel kind of like joyous and uplifting and kind of visceral. Mm -hmm. Something that he discusses is like his relationship with his body. And I think we're starting to see that in this particular song. Yeah. Is like just how like, because you look at Mike Adreas, he's a beautiful man. He is. But he also clearly struggles with the fact that like, yes, he has like an image that he puts out, but he also has a very sick body that he's operating out of. Yeah. Um, and he he's very forward about it. He Crohn's, Crohn's disease. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he talks about it. Um, but also, like, I mean, just in like aging and like in general things, like, and he was a, he was a party kid. He was all, yeah. he was doing drugs all yeah. the time. Like, you have this like this vehicle underneath you that you have to operate out of for the rest of your life. I feel this, by the way. I feel this often. You're gonna have to operate out of it for the rest of your life, and like, this is how it feels. Like, oh yes, you may have this like beautiful exterior, but on the inside, like, it is decaying, and it is like there is a weakness there. The brittleness there. I also feel like he's kind of transcending time too, because this the the it's interesting that genius marks this as the chorus, and really it is the chorus. That's the only lines in the chorus is uh, "No family is safe when I sashay." That's the chorus of the song. 
Um, but it kind of harkens to this like fifties kind of, Oh no, the homosexuals are out mm-hmm, to destroy mm-hmm. all your families. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, we will corrupt the youth. Exactly. Exactly. I will destroy your families. I will whole cities. Yes. It's a lot of power in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a threat. Yes, exactly. It is. It's a threat. Um, the journey continues. We go into the third track, Fool, which is also um, musically deceiving because it sounds like a little, like something you could groove to, something you could cruise to specifically. A little bit, yeah. Um, but it is about um, a gay man playing the, the stereotypes of a gay man um, for the sake of like a straight girlfriend like a straight friend like a hag for lack of a better term um like playing into those tropes because that's what their friend wants um which i just learned about while listening to this album this time um because i wasn't sure what it was about that is a really specific answer i do think that the general feel that you get from this song is like this degree of exhaustion yeah and kind of disdain, resentment. Yes. Yeah, resentment. I like that. Especially that. It's something that's been, they've been sitting on. It's yeah. A simmering issue still. And that interlude sort of lets it all out. Mm-hmm. But it seems as though like he's alone when he's doing this. Like it's solitude and he's like. Pulling like, it out. Yeah. And becoming what he, he knows he is. Like it's like, it's that first hint of knowing what he's worth. Um. And then it goes back into like the the song, um, the that, major dress and bleeding out. That whole on the couch that you bought that I picked out reminds me a lot of um, a day in the life. Ah, Beatles. yeah. Um, that like cacophony of sound. Yeah, yeah, um, and also that it's this like hard switch to a different thing. But this one's actually even clever because I feel like. The second song is the same hook, this doom, 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 that mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. but like just changing the instrumentation around and like kind of stripping out some of the sound that's behind it. It's really cool. I like this song felt for me like the climax of the album. And really? Then, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll get more into that later, but interesting. But yeah, um, that whole like falsetto thing, like that's like, I feel like that's the moment in this album that he really like lets it all out in that, that belting falsetto thing. Yeah. And then he never really like gets to that same point again later in the album. I suppose you're right. And that's kind of why I feel like this is like the climax. Cause he gets this big fucking thing and then, just nothing else really hits that same high note. And I'm literally, a, and I think, and I'm a mother. He might, since it's pitched down, he might be getting close to that range, but it's sure. like incredibly weak. Right. So like, I get that. Um, one thing I wanted to say about the vocals, um, 
fucking, uh, yeah. in the first two albums, there was a little bit of auto tune on, on the vocal tracks. Like it wasn't much and it wasn't noticeable, but it was, an, it was enough to pitch Mike Andreas's voice to the right, to the note he was trying to sing at. Right. Um, and this is the first record where that is not the case. Like there's no auto tune on it at all. So, uh, hearing him go through that range in the, in this third number, just like seemingly in the middle of this fucking tune is kind of like, it's, it is awesome in the true sense of the word. Like you, you, it's because he's being completely free for the first time. Mm, it's delicious. Um, oh, I wanted to, 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 to ask you because just to see if I understand your point, you're saying that, um, this song, the doon, 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 is borrowed from the first number? No, 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 no. Or, uh, the, or the first half of the song. It's like they take the same part, but they change the instrumentation around. In the second half. In the second half. Oh, I see. Okay. So, okay. like, instead of, I don't know what all is playing in the first half, but the second half is, like, just, like, these vocals that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. And bass. It's, just, it's like a stripped-down version of it because in the interlude, he, like, you know, lets all of that, he yeah. releases all of that. And you yeah. get this, like the second half sounds more like acoustic, basically. I see. I see. Mm, interesting. Know? I'm going to go back with that in mind. I just like this. song. I, I like it's every good. song on this album. I it's love this good. song. There's a video for this one too. And he's apparently a great rollerblader. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I love it. It's terrific. Tell you some of those rollerblading music videos can be oddly captivating. There's a, um, Chet Faker one. Mm, okay. That's like three girls like um roller skating down like an, an empty highway in the middle of the night. Oh, it looks like so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen this one. Yeah, it's it's oddly captivating. It's a good time. <laughs> so we move on to No Good, which is a uh uh another piano song. Um and I think the song is just devastating. Um any other thoughts? This album's musically beautiful Gorgeous Gorgeous Yeah But like slid over me That's the way I can I I can describe it Slid over Mm. me Um, And okay So did the sound sound like it was something That was supposed to like Weigh you down Something that was supposed to like Hit you really hard No Okay So did it do what you think it was intended to do No what was it intended to do? Well, I think it was supposed to hit me a little harder than it did. Okay. But not like pulverizing you. No, it was like, um, this is so bad. I hate to say this, but it's <laughs> so weird <laughs> metaphor. I, this is the kind of music I would like to be like playing if I were getting ready to like be put under hmm. anesthesia. Like calming in this sense, you mean? Like, that's what I mean. Like, musically, it's gorgeous. You can't understand a fucking word he says throughout the whole fucking album. So, lyrically, it doesn't matter. If you're not looking at the lyrics, you don't know what the hell he's saying. Yeah. But it's musically beautiful. That's a. But it all also, for me, melds together like a movie soundtrack. Like, it's something, like, it Mm. should be in the background of something, but that doesn't, like, hit me as, like, the forefront of anything. It's a combination of both his singing and also all of the effects that he puts on his yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that in a shitty way, like no, he's no, not no, enunciating no. or anything like, no, but it's just, 
The yeah. lyrics are not the main they're not star the main of the show. The well, that, yeah. that whole thing, that style of vocals is like really popular in um, rock in general nowadays, but especially in like psychedelic type stuff, which yeah. I feel like he could kind of somewhat neatly be tucked into that genre as well. Um, you know what this whole album reminded me of? Hmm. Over My Shoulder by Mika. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. vibe I got. Because it's the way he's singing. Yeah. And the, like, like it's just, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's, yeah. 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 It's interesting that you say that um, this is something that you would listen to uh, if you were going under <laughs> anesthesia. But um, you, uh, <laughs> but this song like sedates you. Yeah. Which like, is. It's kind That's of, kind of how I felt about the whole album, though. Like it just—it's very hush, hush. I think it's brilliant that he puts this before the first song that actually gets into the nitty gritty. Um, this is something that's kind of like delicate and um, at times whimsical. Like uh, halfway through, when he's like hit the the piano changes, it's a little bit like floaty and dancey. But the stuff that rips my heart out is the, the last two lines. I carry their names, the secret shapes, an aching braid around my heart, traced in the park, an outline in chalk, where I took his hand in mine for a little while, everything was all right. And the song is about like, um, well, let me just read the thing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Even the smallest expression of homosexual love publicly holding hands in the park can be met with opposition, i.e. death. And that, like, the the whole outlined in chalk, two bodies in the park holding right. hands. Yeah. Um, very gut-wrenching. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was yeah. over here yeah. talking. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here's God. I thought you caught me. Never we're mind. just getting better. We're not even trying anymore. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, how terrible! Um, get your boy. Oh, my, what? Hush. See it through my boy. <laughs> All right. So what were you saying? To me, love was always a hidden thing, <laughs> stolen moment at a time. A feeling only held for a little while and then ripped from your arms like a child. Mm. I love that line. I love the way it's sung. Mm -hmm. I really love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're in this sort of like sad meditation and then it goes into um, my body. Another. No. Not that one. <laughs> Not quite. But yes. I did perk up. You're just like halfway like, yes. through perfume gene genius album. You just hear body yada 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 yada. Oh, I I said it every time the song came on. But this is the song where like everything starts to turn on the record. Like everything um um gets a little scary. Um, in my ever so humble opinion. Um, but it's also one of the times that like self-destruction and like being broken is at the forefront of what he's 
like what he's talking about. It's mm-hmm. not something that you have to dig for. It's right in front. Um, See, I have things to say about that statement. Why? You hear that plane? Because I feel like <laughs> he's still speaking yeah. in metaphor and not really telling you anything that he actually like has gone through. Mm. Oh, really? I see. So <sighs> in this particular song, the opening well, line well, is no, 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 no. Okay, Hold okay, on. okay, Hold okay. Reel it back. I'm about for to get you. ready. What? I love this. Uh, not in a sense that he hasn't felt these things, but like he's not telling you actual stories about himself. He's just giving you feelings. I still yeah. disagree. He says, I go hungry. This well, is a person okay. who would starve themselves. I mean, yes, that is one specific That's somebody answer. like picking at their body. Like mm. now I did not necessarily mean this particular song, but okay. I feel like in general, he is still kind of speaking in code. And like he's telling you things about himself, but like still keeping somewhat of a distance with the lyricism. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely I really like the songwriting, but I feel I very much felt like I don't know. It didn't hit me emotionally, honestly. Like I see. Okay. I still I still felt like like he he was being very open for himself as a musician, but I feel like he's still not giving you everything. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know if that's his intention or not, but maybe it is just to leave a little bit more to uncover. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't think I mean that even as a criticism. I think that was just my personal, because it seems like, like all of these lyrics are, a couple of lines, like a couple right. of stanzas. Right. They, they're not very big. So it seems like he wrote something and was like, uh, that's exactly what I mean in this song and kind of left it, like did not elaborate on it, did right. not like give examples of it, I guess, or did See, not tell a story with it. And I don't think it's so much like, he's not even really telling stories. Yeah. I think he's like painting pictures. Like, yeah. He's giving you like the impressionist, the, like the, the, the overall shades of bold strokes. To, yes. Yeah. You but, know, something happened to that got to this point, right? Like, to make it get yes. to this point. That's, I think what I was getting at more. Okay, so I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just kind of difficult to describe because he's definitely telling you like, yeah, oh, yeah. I wear my oh, body yeah. like a rotted peach. You can, that's absolutely, absolutely like, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to say that he's not being like emotionally like burying himself, because he most certainly is, but I, I do feel like he is still kind of hiding behind something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he is talking about himself, but he also is talking about, like, characters that he's imagined, you know? Sure. And the, 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 the things could be he could be hiding behind could be the self-destructedness, this, like, yes. facade yeah. of, like, mm-hmm. being a, a broken person and... Right. Yeah. That's just my personal feelings. I see. Um, well, go guzzle scrap from the bin. <laughs> Take it all on the chin. Um, There's another one of those like up. take it all in the eye <laughs> kind of dance around tracks, which yeah. I swore that this one had like a music video, but maybe I'm wrong. For some reason, I thought it did, maybe but I think did. I'm wrong. Maybe it should. What's next? It seems like it should have. I wear my body like a rotted pea. I love 
love that. That heavy, like, what is that? What is that sound? Are those just synths? You can have it if you handle the steam. A rattling foundation. I think, yeah. I, I love it. It's just, it just like, yes, it's huge. It's massive. It sounds like the, uh, that thing that plays before movies. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> The THX, THX logo. logo, yeah. What? Yeah, it's got like something about it that's very reminiscent of that. Yeah. Mm. I think that's why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. The, the, like this record, because that happens a lot. Yes. You get hit with those really heavy swelling moments that are... And they just trap you there. Yes. I was discussing with a younger person the other day. A younger person? Wow. A younger person. How young? Um, Speaking of... Like, early twenties. Okay. Okay. Talking about, uh, the tapes for VCRs that are clean. They clean the VCR. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And some of them had the, um, the guy who's sitting in like a big armchair and it's like, the sound is like blowing his hair back and stuff like that. I was trying to like say like, like, do you remember that? And they're like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) And I was just like, Oh, get away from me! You no. are not worth my. So I'm on TikTok the other day, right? Oh, no. Here we go. And they had this little stupid TikTok, it. and this guy's like talking about like they do this still TikTok where they have the little ages like like uh, 1995. No, I don't want that girl. 1992. I don't want that girl. Because in 1990, and this guy's like born in 96, right? 1990, and he goes, yeah. And the fucking caption was "Cougars Welcome," and I sat there <laughs> and I. For the listeners, I'm a 1989 baby, <clears throat> and I was informed by TikTok that I am now a cougar, uh, and I'm unhappy mm. about it. And also, it's a laugh. What the fuck? I feel like you I'm, should be a cougar. His, how old was his child? Not yet. Born in 96. But also, I don't know how old that is. I've been waiting to, to be a cougar. You say what? I said, I've been waiting to be a cougar. You're, you're I just disagree. I'm not old enough to be a cougar. I'm almost 30. What, I feel like I need to have another decade on me before I count as a cougar, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it yeah. was. That boy, shut the fuck up. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I am in my prime right now. What are you talking about? Talking about hmm, young people, and also nobody, nobody my age wants to fuck with anybody yo age. That's a fact. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Twenty five. <laughs> Wish we had a sound clip. Then that's a fact. Oh. <laughs> and that's a fact. <laughs> there, we'll sample that when you say. I love it. Everybody shut up. <laughs> and that's a fact. Mm. Cut it. Use it. <laughs> and that's a fact, man. <laughs> yeah. If, if it doesn't fucking echo, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to copyright the goddamn oh, thing, too. Oh, no. Sue the shit out of us. All right. <laughs> Don't and that's fact. let them in. <laughs> I am too tired. I said, yes, I am. <laughs> myself carefully. To finish this album. And <laughs> wink when they circle the fact. I'm trapped in this body. Here's the thing. I can understand why you feel that way. This album is something that I feel like you really have to dig at to 
to get through all of it, I listened to this album after I'd heard several of the songs off of it, not in order, not as an album. And like, there are songs that are like, this is a song that's in the middle of the album and you get sort of stuck on it. And the Mm. thing is, is there's a couple of them and a lot of them are those like soft, it is the callback to previous albums. It Mm. is the piano backed with the softer vocals um, that really like, they're like these little mud holes that you get sucked into. Um, that said, I absolutely love this piece. It's, it's gorgeous. It is uh, uh, beautiful and to the point. Um, it's another callback to the concept of the queen. Yes. I yes. love that. Yeah. He talks um, about his body. Something rattles this, some deep ancient mm-hmm. queen. Um, it, it's the vessel that he did not choose, but the vessel he is... He, he has, so he has to deal with it. Um, but right now he can't. Do not let them in, please. Um, sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it'd be like that. And I think, the, I think the, like, these songs being described as a mud hole is perfect. Um, and again, not as a criticism, but it's like, it's, it is another hurdle to get through this mm-hmm. journey that he's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's exhausting and filthy and ugly, but like, when you pull yourself out of it, when he pulls himself out of it, it's, it's, uh, I don't even know. Which is, Invigorating. It's interesting. Cause that is kind of how it felt for me because my favorite song is the last song. Nice. And probably the only one I would listen to again. It's good. It's good. And I have things to say about that song too. So, Oh, we'll get there. Um, I, I, I wonder if anybody could talk about the idea of like two spirit because he talks about, um, his lisp. He does. Yeah. His lisp is evidence of both spirits is what he says. In an alternate ribbon of time, my dances were sacred. Two spirit people are sacred in the native American community. And they were apparently tried to, they tried to eradicate them when Christianity tried to take over. Yeah. That sounds about right. But two spirit people like homosexual people. That's what they're referring to are a big deal. Also, they're a big deal in the Samoan community. They're also referred to as two-spirit people. And I think in Hawaiian culture as well, two-spirit people. If anybody has anything additional out there, please send it in. I need to know. I I would love to There's a lot of TikToks on two-spirit people, actually, Mm -hmm. on the LGBTQ TikTok. This bitch is trying to sell TikTok to me for months. I'm so sorry. Someday I'll sign the contract. I hate social media. That's the only one I'm on. (laughs) Um... But yeah, that's just interesting because he does present this very like androgynous um, image. And this album cover is the first cover that like he is completely he's seen on. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, it also kind of speaks back to that ancient queen situation as well. Yeah. If he's talking about the two spirit people, because it's like, no, I, I used to be. <laughs> Everything. A revered sacred. Yeah. Like I would have been a sacred and still in down a in different me. timeline. I'd have been considered a sacred like exactly. human being. And in this one, like, sorry, but it's not like we've been kind to the homosexuals. I can tell you we haven't. No. And the God shall bring down their wrath. Oh my God. So we move right along. <laughs> um, do you have something to say? You ever had to live with a gay? <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Continue. Melissa. <laughs> and that's a fact. I don't remember it now. And that's a fact. And that's a fact. 
Uh, like gay panic well, took over. My. Just <laughs> panic. Panic. <laughs> took over. <laughs> my brain blanked all the way out. It's do, you that all, is do you all remember that goddamn community. movie Chicken Little? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> the one with Zach Braff? Yes. Yes. And you what know, like you do something and somebody's like little. trying to fuck with him and be like, hey, what, what was that? And he'd be like, what were we talking about? <laughs> That was my favorite. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I just felt like. Just truly, like blank, no idea though, what we were talking about. What you just asked me to do didn't. Don't remember the last half hour. <laughs> truly though, Chicken Little underrated. Chicken Little is hysterical. It is stacked too. It, it is stacked. Is. Steve Zahn, Joan Cusack. There are others, but like shit. That's our, that's our next podcast is underrated kids movies. <laughs> Ooh, I have got a list. <laughs> Same, honestly. Oh, Oliver and Company. <gasps> top of my list. Not this podcast. Followed by that's We're not Back. This one. Fievel Goes West. <laughs> that, that is underrated. Story. That's underrated. That I watched so it over here like a year ago no, and I sat on the couch and quoted eye. it word for word yes, still. Brandon's screw Brandon's copy. Brandon's copy of Fievel Goes West doesn't even play hardly anymore. I love it. I love that movie so much. it's been watched so many it's times. so good. Slappy and the Stinkers. Truly. We still That's need to underrated. get that movie. Spider. I know it's, it's on our, Wong and I know Jennifer it's on Coolidge our list. I don't know why I haven't bought it oh, yet. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Now why I is watch she in that movie? Show. It's so Jennifer good. Coolidge. <laughs> Reel it back in. <laughs> so we move on to Grid. Um, and this song... What the fuck is the rhythm? It was my thought like the entire time because it kind of feels like it's like, but then it's like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. I'm, I just want to, I'm going to play it for a little bit. Is that okay? No. I was trying to figure it out when we were listening to it earlier. And, uh, yeah, because you were talking about how weird it is. Yeah, the hi hats like tripleting or something. Yeah, no, something like that. I can't quite, it's a little strange. The whole, the whole piece is like, Rhythmically very weird. Yes. This one, um, number one, I thought it reminded me of Slip Away. Yes. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Beginning, right? And then also I thought this would also make a really good uh, silent musical one. FYI. It'd be spooky. Wouldn't it be spooky? It's calling back to the um, the same old line in I decline. Yeah. Whatever this is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean that thing in the background is it's like accenting on different parts, but it's still keeping like a consistent eighth note line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's I wanna to get to the part that you were talking about. See that part. The screaming. Yeah. Not a fan of that. No. <laughs> I like this little spot here. Yeah. This bit. See, this is very like 
EDM moment here, I feel like. Yeah. <coughs> maybe not the screaming so much, but the... What does that remind me of? Maybe. Barracuda. Oh, Barracuda. Oh. The screaming in the beginning of Barracuda. I love this. I can't tell if that's just like a Barry sax back there that just like wailing... I adore it. Bass clarinet, I think That's is what, what it is. is. Love they, t- it. they talk about bringing on a fucking strange Because it is real deep and it is low. I believe that. I can believe that. That's, I think it's okay. a bass clarinet. I love that. I love that little piece down there because it's just like... It's such a heavy end. It's way down there. Now, I Also, congrats to that person wailing on that bass clarinet <laughs> because that's a bitch to play. That I hope they got paid extra. Those things are tall. I Those am, things are tall. Clarinets are hard to fucking play. Make a bass clarinet. <laughs> Fuck. They're See, bomb, I think for me. Thanks for enjoying that whole thing. Uh, Grid and Long Pig are kind of the last two that I really even have any interest in. Don't have any interest in? I, that I do, do. I do have interest I see, in. I see, I see. The last three, while. You kind of fall off. Uh, man. Well, first of all. See, I think this is actually the climax. I mean, yes, I think you are correct. It is supposed to be. For me, I felt like a bigger moment was hit in that falsetto than in this. Bah, 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 bah. This, mm. this, I and mean, the screaming in the background. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It just felt like kind of a gap between Fool and Grid. And, like, I don't want to completely override those songs because they are good songs. But like the energy that the first three songs give off, it's like a good start. And then it kind of like dips down until grid kicks back up. Yeah. And then long, long pig, it kind of keeps it going a little bit. It's a little bit more strange of a song, but then it just kind of like nose dives with I'm a mother. It's yeah. That I agree with that. Like the, 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 from going here to here, like like straight down. Yeah. Um, and, Here's what I have to posit. Perhaps that um, uh, all the songs, including Fool, that is uh, Fool up to Grid, are these certain elements of like uh, himself and his life. And Grid is kind of like the zooming out and seeing all of those pieces together. Because mm. uh, you kind of see all those pieces together in Queen, but then it kind of zooms in on um, uh, like some details um, but then this is kind of seeing it all together, realizing like what it's made of, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, um, he's realizing there is no angel above the grid. This is it. Like, and it's not great. Um, so here we are. It's a diamond that's been swallowed and shit and swallowed again and swallowed again and swallowed again. But at least we know where it's been. Like, at least, you know what it's made of. I told you everything. I never lied to you. This is what you get. I do like that diamond bit, even though it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. But it's a good little um, okay. metaphor, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, somebody made the tie. I'm not sure if it's on purpose or not, but um, GRID was the original acronym. Um, for it makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, and so this, I'm I sure think, it probably was with the theme of this album. I'm sure it probably was on purpose. Yeah, because yeah. like you know, just it makes sense. Broken bodies, sure. like yeah. You know, yeah, multiple meanings, but yeah, yeah. Because he's already talked about being diseased. Like he's brought yeah. it up multiple times already. Also, there's so many ways you can break down like that that line. Like there is no angel above the grid because he talks about like the angel above the grid initially that he declines like yeah that is not but there's still a concept of the grid as this like thing that exists over you they have to either mm-hmm. like pass through or like yeah whatever the fuck it is and then we revisit it again in that line and like it's almost like the whole idea of like there is no angel behind the grid there is no divine reason why this is fucking right. happening it's like all chaos. yes it's what what we've been told you know like Maybe. yeah 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 this is god's punishment for the gays but like sure there is no fucking angel behind that. There is none of that, you know, Maybe yeah, perhaps baby. it's not, it's this not it. God like telling you that they are bad people. Perhaps you're just a hateful person. Yeah. Perhaps it's just you. That's there bad. is no angel. Yeah. Maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the, um, the diamond can also refer, if, if we're trying to tie it into the, the grid acronym yeah. thing, um, perhaps that diamond is the like, like homophobia and like the um, what's the word I'm looking thinking of? The it's the fe- lies that are told, yeah, and ingested mm, and spat right, back exactly. Out. And it's yeah. a diamond so because it's recycled. It can't, it can't be broken. It keeps yeah. getting swallowed and shit and swallowed and shit. Yeah. Also, I mean, not this is might be a little far fetched. But if we're going with that acronym also, um, with that theory, you could also say there is no angel above the grid because it was also a theory that um, AIDS was brought down to eradicate gay people. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there is no angel. There is no... There's no, yeah. Divine reason. This is not divine right. God's this punishment. Is, right. I also kind of viewed the diamond being like... Um, if we're going like on a, on a, on a, on a Mike Andreas personal level, like the diamond being, uh, his love and how just like giving it away so freely to people who were disgusting, um, who just swallowed it up whole and shat it back out and left it for him to give again. Um, like the, the diamond, it's still there, but it, I mean, it's covered in all these disgusting stains, but it's still a diamond underneath. Which could also just be a metaphor in, in a general sense for life. Yeah, he's definitely trying to play the angle of like something beautiful and unbreakable. Yeah, being. or also just being a homosexual. The diamond that is. Yeah. The gay, and then that could go back to the sacredness of the two spirit people. Mm-hmm. Or the being used in fool concept. Mm-hmm. Bring back to that like picked apart and consumed. Yeah. Shout out again being used to repeat that process. Yeah. And see, this is, this is where, um, I feel like that crypticness that he has is, this is one of the things that like, he's not telling you exactly what he's talking about, but is it, but he's telling you multiple things he's talking about. Right. So many people, more people could relate to the lyricism Mm -hmm. versus it being specific. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, we just all thought of so many things we could, Right. Take from it. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying it as a criticism. Yeah. Just no, I'm just saying like, maybe he, it's like maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe yeah. He did he it used to it generalize as a, like, enough a, to. Per, yeah. 
I think you are, being I think you are correct. About it. Play to his strength in Which that way. Which maybe doesn't hit people like you and I. You and I are kind of specific. <laughs> so well, it's like, maybe it just wouldn't hit. It doesn't hit me like that. It doesn't hit I me also, specifically like. He also has to speak to the fact that like, um, from what I understand, I haven't listened to other Perfume Genius albums, but from what I understand, the past ones did have more of a story to them. And this is like still so this is a little more abstract. Yeah, saying? it's still a story okay. he's telling, but it's more abstract. Yeah, and Tra- like, telling the story with like, j- yeah. But you know, avant garde. And for we're, we're talking about instrumental. I, I mean, love you know, he's a little avant garde anyway, instrumentally. But this in particular is so abstract that yeah. I don't know if specific lyrics would go well with right the music. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like it almost needs to be ethereal and generalized, and and perhaps it's because he has this feeling of rebirth that he's like mm. becoming someone different, but like, well, remember when we were talking it's about like shedding a skin. Well, was, was it stray light run? We got into the, the issue about like the female songs were so much more reflective versus the guy's songs being so much more like specific in the moment in your feelings. Remember yes, that? Yeah. That's yes. kind of what this is. This is like in the reflective zone. Mm-hmm. Is what it feels like. Like it's more generalized. I've, I've worked through these feelings, but now this is how I'm expressing them. Yeah, so I don't a know. close examination. Of I'm not saying that's that's really the feeling I get, but like, I don't know that vibe wise. Yeah, to me, this album doesn't feel like he's worked through this stuff yet. It seems to me that he's like. I meant the lyricism is more reflective and in, in a sense yeah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah. this is what's happening right now. Sure, sure. Specific. You know what I mean? That's what I meant. Well, yeah, and I and I think like this album in general, I think he's still like grappling with yeah. this new identity that he's trying to, because it definitely feels more like a metamorphosis from one person into another, instead of like a total, just like cleansing and rebirth. It's like a shedding of, exactly. of old ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a kind of, vibe in this album of him looking at himself from the outside. Like yes. it feels like, like, like if I saw, like if I watched a movie with this as the soundtrack, I wouldn't be surprised if it was some like out of body experience, weird, like yeah. spiritual situation, because that's how it feels. Like it feels like he's looking at himself and evaluating himself from the outside and seeing it clearly almost. Mm-hmm. So I think I read where he had made a comment about this song getting specifically down to like what it's about is how he gets pulled into these like cycles in his life and how often he watches himself like get pulled into it and like go through like that cyclical sense and like every time being like, God damn it, like this is happening again. And like just continuing to roll with it and like, Mm -hmm. you know, learn from lessons eventually. But how often do you roll through those cycles before you start to recognize what they are? Right. Also, this is another one that has a great music video. That's, Bonkers. Bonkers. Um, but unsettling. Uh, kind of visually alludes to the next track. Yes. Um, the, the end of the the end of the <clears throat> music video, he is on a table and yes. um the like silver morph suit people are picking at him and like eating him and there's blood and guts and glory. Yes. There's um, weird food. Also reference to Tom Petty's Don't Come Around Here No More. Oh, you ever watch that video? No. Highly recommend it. I actually oh. just heard that song for the first time. What? Oh my God, ago. Colton. <laughs> That's a banger. <laughs> I love Tom Petty. If you have not dug into Tom Petty. Oh, no, no, you, no, no, Okay, no. okay. I was going to say, you he's, need to dig into some Tom Petty. Because he's basically like more hippie Bob Dylan. <laughs> I love Tom Petty. <laughs> 
Um, I was sad also, when he departed this world because that, was, that was a trip. And that's fact. I also just heard um, the song that he did duet with uh, Stevie Nicks. Yes. I can't remember the name of it, but. Baby, you can never look me in the yes. eye. Yes. That's also a banger, that song. That one's amazing. Mm-hmm. Stop yeah, dragging my heart around. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one. I love that one. See, sometimes I hear these that's and I hear one. these mm-hmm. particular conversations and it's hysterical. The, this is actually <laughs> the biggest note I think we should, <laughs> that we like should be looking at but not really taking the note on is like having two different conversations oh, yeah, at the no. same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. all, stop all that. the time. <laughs> it's got to be so disorienting for people listening, but I love it personally. Because I like to try every time I like go back through it, I'm like, all right, which conversation am I focusing on this time? Well, we always come back like, okay, we have to do this now. No. Um, so, okay, we Speaking have to do this long now. Pig. Pig. Yeah. Speaking of long pig. Speaking of long pig. This is we bury you deep. Say long board, and I said that's not the name <laughs> of the song. Speaking oh no, no, for excuse mama. me. It's we buried the meat for mama. For mama. For mama. I love the concept of mama being introduced yeah. in this song. It's like a like a. This is so fucking creepy. Yes, it is. It's yes. unsettling, deeply unsettling. I, I think, said. I think that's why I couldn't hang on for the rest of this album because oh. it was like. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, did you finish the album? Oh though? yes, of okay, course I okay. finished it. But <laughs> like I thought he just turned it off. No, no, I did. I did not. Going, what the fuck? I did not hate these. I just was very not interested. Like, like everything after. No, long, thanks. Like, I was gonna say, oh, listening to half the album is an option. Lo- <laughs> yeah, because I was done that with bet sounds. God damn. Oh, I still out of. All the things uh, that we've listened to, I don't know how that's the one that you almost turned off. <laughs> I don't think that's the only one. But no. No. It's not the only couple. one. Okay. But anyway. That was uh, probably the most painful, though, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No. I Like, Long Pig, I, so Grid, I was like, all right, this is like, got like a little bit of like a 80s, like, get you like pumped kind of thing. And then Long Pig comes on, it's like, Okay. All right. You move into a dirge is what it is. Yeah. And then I'm a mother happens and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to jump off this ship now. Mother spooked you. Come on in the water. It's not even that it just spooked me. It's not even that it just spooked me. It was just so like, I didn't get it. Did not understand it. Don't know what he was trying to go for. Like noise to I, me. So I still love this song too. Let's let's Well, let's, I don't necessarily want to jump right through Long Pig unless you had more things to say. I think I think the one thing I want to say about Long Pig is like we know what a long pig is. It's a human meat. It's human meat. You're a long pig. Also, in the music video Queen, um, he, there's a part where he like the elevator door is open and there are little piglets. Yes. And he picks one up and holds it. And carries it out. Yeah. I think it, it turns like into a, yeah. like a computer a monitor TV when the doors open back on. But well, he's like kind of holding it in a way that's like, like he's the mother of the pig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're cute little piggies. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to <laughs> to the death dirge. The death dirge. I know that that came out exactly how you wanted to sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's horribly distorted and awful sounding. Yeah. Um, cause that's what the song sounds like. Mm-hmm. 
this one lost me. This one, this one, almost, I almost didn't finish it. Girl, this one same. wrecked me. I, I still haven't finished that song until today when we just did it just now. It was the first time I finished it all the way. Uh, yeah, it was just because we were here and I had no control. I, there's, I, I don't know if I can make an argument for this song, but I'll just kind of like, what is the point of the vocal style? Yeah. Did mama die? Um, <gasps> I'm not even talking about what I just want to know why <laughs> we'll his voice had to sound that way. Um, like what was, you know what? I, I had a little writing about it because what I think it experiment. sounds like is it sounds like this distortion, like between the reality, um, and like a world beyond the veil. Mm. So there's this existence. I think the vocal quality, mama did die. There are aspects that are otherworldly on this album. And this one becomes less otherworldly and more of like, uh, he, he kind of explains it too. If I remember correctly, but a descent into, uh, the underworld or hell or something dark and hellish. And this is not exactly a human voice, but it's right. It's also somewhere like floating in like deep space where there's nothing really around. Yes. It's it's a weird, it's a weird (laughs) moment specifically though. He does go on to explain that one, this was the first song he wrote for the album. And then also (laughs) he explains a concept of like a demon that has just like given birth out of his ass. Yes. That was the term that he uses. Like, which, you know, absolutely baffling as a concept, you know, you don't think of demons as giving birth, but apparently this one did. And now he's left alone in the depths of hell to sort through that. And he, he had some other songs that he had written, um, between put your back into it and this record. Um, but he, uh, there were, he, he described them as like Adele, like, um, but then he, this song sort of fell out. Um, he said, Oh, this is the one, this is the sound. And so he like based the most the of the rest record of the around album this, off of this it. sound. Adele 1921 or 25. Girl, it was probably, <laughs> it was probably, probably 21. 21. I think it was 2014 is when this one came out and makes more sense. Oh, someone 21. like you. Yeah. 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 That stuff. Yeah. I just like. I think that's the the biggest issue I have with it is it's not even necessarily like the creepiness of it. It just, I have a hard time placing it in the context of the rest of the album and like specifically like why the vocal style is that way other than just sounding kind of like otherworldly. Like, I don't know. I think it's just him playing. Perhaps. And I think that's very much what it is because One of the things I love about him as an artist is that he boldly moves forward into like very weird, very experimental territory. Yeah. Like this was a huge break off from his like previous albums. Realistically, like it was very drastically different. And I think it's just because he found himself in this position where he was like, (coughs) I, I decline again. He's declining to continue doing things the way he had been doing them. He's like, no, thanks. It's time for me to move forward into something else. And I think this song, like it's not so much that it sets, it kind of does set a good tone for like what the sound of the album is. But I think really what it was, was to him, it's this amazing breakthrough moment where like he probably like something that I wrote about and that I was 
that I think is worth discussing is like the importance of play when it comes to like creating things, like how to step back and stop being so rigid and structured and instead to like play with the things that you have, which is why like with this album, you also got all of these music videos with like all of these cool dance numbers, all of these cool experimental lights and like costumes. And then he goes on to mount, like, I mean, he mounted like a stage dance production that was meant to accompany yeah. like he, what is that hole in the wall that came out? Like, I don't remember what that it was, was I think, that was what the song was Mm. but there's like a whole dance piece to it and then he put out like a whole i don't remember which one what it's called now but he put out like a whole dance show essentially is what it was like a dance show concert kind of situation i think that's the amazing thing about um mike adreas as a person is um how um how like he's tied to his work but he's also not not married to it like he's I think, willing I, to bend it and play with it and yeah. see where he can go with it yeah. it's not and that other he's so people, rigid other people can do with it yeah he's not so rigid and i think that's why this song is what he built the album around because i think it was probably one of the first times where he moved beyond something that he was doing again he didn't want to get stuck in that same pattern he doesn't want to get pulled into the same pattern the same expectations and so he gave himself the permission to step out to play to create something new um that's just, I don't know. That's what I love about him. And that's, I think what stands out monumentally about that track is I think it is a weird track, like lyrically, like very strange. And it also like, it doesn't, it's weird that he takes on this persona of a demon and you could probably discuss like, maybe that's the way he views himself, but it is weird for him to suddenly like have this discussion where he is a character. Like I am this demon in hell. Like it's a very affected voice compared to anything else he's put out on the album. Um, I think, like, just to, to, to talk more about, uh, the you know, the conceptual aspect of this song mm-hmm. as it relates to the record as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's, if if all of the other songs, the fool through grid is all of these aspects of him, this is, like, the truest one. Like, he's showing his, his, his deepest, rawest, what he is baseline um, that he... he uses all of these glitz and glamour to cover up and mm-hmm. all this like self-destruction. And um, at the end of this number, musically, it sounds like kind of, a, it sounds a bit relieving, um, but still spooky. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of this demon that's been misunderstood, you know, um, a demon that's been like thrown into the role uh, as a demon, but doesn't really like, like it. Down here, I'm no blot upon the earth. He's like saddled with this new baby that he just gave birth to. Hmm. Out his ass. Interesting. Well, we need to get some holy water and send him back. Let's send him back. (laughs) Let's go up from the depths of hell. Um, (gasps) Too bright. Too bright. The titular track. From Um, all of this darkness down here to all of this too bright of light. The most sparse of any lyrics on the yeah album. Uh, four lines i think yeah okay hold on one two three four okay nine lines but five of those lines have two words in them and they are i'll try i'll stay hung and drawn laid upon the highland i'm fine i'll stay hung and drawn laid upon each night too bright What's too bright? What's your thoughts? 
My, I, I think I have a few different thoughts. I think because the record touches a lot of, uh, songs about that are like self-deprecating and, um, you know, just putting yourself down and viewing yourself as this broken thing. Um, I think like self-love or somebody treating you as you should be treated is too much is too bright. Um, it, it's, it hurts a little bit. Um, because I think part of what hurts is like the knowledge that you have been so self-destructive and people have been, treating you in a way that is what you, what you thought was love, but isn't really. Um, but I think this is also another one where the diamond could be many things. Perhaps it's too bright because he's exposed too much of himself or he feels that he's exposed too much of himself. Too much of himself is in the light now. Believing in the sunlight. Uh, Yeah. I really like this idea because I mean, it's brilliant. I I don't know why I didn't think of it until just now from being at the deepest parts of hell to being on the surface. um, It's, uh, it's what I do to the sun when I wake up every morning. (laughs) His sadness. (laughs) Turn it off. Um, it just wakes up. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> you turned it up so high. It's so high. It's so bright. Um, it's too bright. Other interpretations? I don't think I have one. Someone uh, on Genius, uh, Genius. suggested that um, the I'll find, I'll stay late upon each night. Um, refers to him convincing himself to stay in an abusive relationship. Um, I but, almost just see it being as much convincing yourself to like maintain your existence. So yeah, I like, think that's I guess I'll keep going it on because it's like this weird hangover from life where you're like, this is fucking miserable, yeah. but I guess I'll try. Yeah. Not going to hang it up just yet. And I think at this point in time, he is, um, not married, but he has a a, a a relationship with a guy, um, and they're both sober. Um, the guy is also in the band. His name is Alan something. I don't know what his last name is, but he plays piano in the band. Which is why the last song on the No Shape record is Alan, um, because it's for him. Oh, I love that song. It's so great. It's beautiful. We slept through the night, and um. I'm here. How weird. Um, anyway, back to this record. All along. All along. Are we ready for all along? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So. This is I like this one. The fave. This is the last? This is the last, this is the last okay. tune right. officially. There is a bonus track version, right. but we're, we're not talking about the okay. bonus track. Right. And in fact, I just learned about it today. I did not realize there was a bonus track version of this record. I'm pissed about it. Uh-huh. Um, so why do you like this song? Because we're at the end? Oh, yeah. Because we're at the end, yes. Um, <laughs> also, this song surprised me. I actually didn't, because, you know, Spotify, right? So, like, you listen to an album, and then if you don't just, like, pay attention and put it back on and right. just go to the next, whatever is yep. in the catalog. I didn't think this was part of this album. I yep. thought it was over. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. What? <laughs> 
It just doesn't feel like it even should be part of this album, which is weird. No. Um, but it also, also sounds yes. like he wrote it for anybody else. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like any of the weird shit that we just just no. heard. No, it was it was it was strangely bluesy and strangely had a lot going on, and I liked it. But it's also like a summation of the journey. It is yes. it, lyrically, it, yes. It completes what he has learned. Um, all along, heart heart long, desperate, long desperate for, for just something a I've bit. had. For something I've had all along. I love this piece. I love those lines. I do too. This Delicious. is a good one. It's heart wrenching to me. It's this, so this beautiful. One was the only one that, like, it's so beautiful. You know what this moment is? This moment, I I have a two, a couple of analogies, and they're both related to movies. Has anybody seen Gravity? Yes. So, spoiler alert: she comes to Earth. Gravity happens. It pulls her down. Um, <laughs> the whole the whole movie has these like um, beautiful motifs of being reborn. Um, and when Sandy Bullock finally makes it to Earth and she gets out of the capsule, <laughs> and <laughs> like you besties, some friends. I remember barbecue yesterday at Sandy's house. Oh, you know, you know, <laughs> you Sandy, know Sandy Bullock. Bullock. Sandy Bullock you know in the blind side. The she lived down on the cold side. Uh, no, not the east corner, the west <laughs> corner. <laughs> when she gets out of her capsule and she swims to shore, and she's like, she's finally made. Climbs it. up on dry land. <laughs> yeah, she tries to stand up, but um, oh, she hasn't felt gravity for a while, so she falls down, and she's learning to walk again. That's what this song. It's it's that mm. moment where he, he like stands up and like walks to the horizon, like forgive me, fully erect a, a new person wow. ready to take on the world. Okay. And also <laughs> that moment in Hedvig um, oh. fully erect. after uh, Midnight Radio and he, it, you, we see the animation and like the two, you know, the two halves that finally become a whole face and it goes on his hip and then the camera pans out and John Cameron Mitchell is like walking into the darkness naked that's what the song is. It's that moment. It's that last moment where we've taken what we've learned and now we're going to go. Bye. I don't know about, this is probably just my personal feelings, but I, well, you know what they're wrong. Really wanted this album to end fading out on the second half of fool. Just a, Also, that song going back to Fool, I, I don't know why, but it reminded me of the Free Willy song. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. Um, yeah. Mm, mm, well, I think it was the vo- those voices. Um, well, um, <laughs> we don't have money for this either. Like Y'all better stop. That one, that one, we'll get for that one. <laughs> They're going to come for us. He dead. Brothers. Um... <laughs> So we made it. We made you guys made it to the end of the record. Um, uh, what do you think? You know, for a moment, it seemed like we were all three explaining something to Colton. So it seemed like for a moment that we had you like on the side, <laughs> like that we maybe sold you. You do not move this. No. Was that not? Is that not? Did I read that wrong? Yes. Okay. I 
I, I can get behind a concept. I can get behind an idea. Can you I, get behind uh, this concept? This I can get behind what he's trying to say. She just can't and I understand can support it. anyone who wants to listen to it and chooses to listen to it. And I appreciate you exposing me to it. However, <laughs> Melissa's not going to re-listen to this. As a whole. A whole. Unless I'm trying to sleep. That's W-C-H-O-L-E. It's not. No. No, that last song got me, but I still stand by the fact it doesn't belong on this record. So, you know, but I've listened to a lot of his other stuff that you played for me and I don't, I, I don't hate 99% of it. And I didn't hate this. It's just not something I would listen to again after this recording today. It is a tumultuous journey. It is something that is. It is, it is and you know what? I would also to like through. to say that I've also just not been in a brooding-ish mood in the last few weeks. So yeah, this may have also just this hit was me in a really not problem. like this was yep. never like for this period of time. Haven't been in the vibe to that. like be in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just every time it's hit me, I'm like, I'm trying to be happy, and then I, you know, but I'm like, mm. I. So I'll get sad and listen to it. Okay. I'll let you know. All right. Okay. All right. It's good for like a winter's next. night. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I feel like if I was really like feeling my feeling my feelings. Yeah. I put this record on. Be like, yeah. Yeah. See Peak you? seasonal depression is what. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it took you five years to throw Mika at me, and it stuck. So it, this might just be one of those things. All right. I'll keep trying. Um, what are you trying to say, Colton? Well, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I um. I still don't really know. I don't think this is the perfume genius album for me. Um, I think that while I appreciated that it was only 33 minutes, I think that what he wanted to do, he needed it to be longer. Mm, okay. Cause I, it just wasn't really all that cathartic for me. Like it had its moments of catharsis, but it seemed like, I don't know. It just seemed like some of the story was missing. I don't know. Perhaps you're right. But also perhaps he was at a, at a point in his life, um, in his career musically where he was playing, where he was like, right. He had this little box that he had been in and he went, he burst through it and went miles beyond it. Yeah. And I think if he had kept, uh, writing songs for this record and made it a little bit longer, it would actually be torture. Right. Like it, it wouldn't yeah. be the record that it is. Um, but it does leave you wanting more. Right. Like when you get out at the other side, you're like, oh, that was it. Um, yeah, I think that's the whole thing. I think like, I just wasn't really like moved by it. Mm. And that's not to say it wasn't good. I very much appreciated it. And I really liked, especially the first three songs. Um, it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't move me, I guess. He likes to move it, move it. Yeah. <laughs> I will you say like it. to move it. Yes! I, I will say that I very much appreciate the conversation that has spun from us listening yes. to this yeah. because it is a very like thought provoking album. And it's also one that you can really lean on for like philosophical yeah. discussion about yeah, yeah, different yeah. things. And it's interesting to hear like, 
what he's doing in the studio. Like, yeah. even if it doesn't sound great, it's still like, Oh wow. You went there. And you know, like that, like, yeah, I didn't necessarily like that track, but I can very much appreciate the, um, uniqueness of it. And just, I mean, he uh, is you're talking about, I'm a mother. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and he is experimental. I mean, that's part of his whole identity as an artist is that like, he's always trying to do something a little, unexpected. Yeah. And I appreciate that about him. So. I will say just to put a cap on all this, I think that all along is the song that makes the record. I think it is yeah. the keystone yeah. that kind of yeah. like makes it, okay, this was, this can be a piece of art now. I agree. Um, yeah. Cause I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Without that, it wouldn't feel as cohesive. Yeah. 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 Finish cohesive. Because I do think, I do think, I think that, I think it's like, and I'm just now seeing it and it's brilliant. I think this is just a bridge to the next record. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like musically is why I don't think it belongs on this record. Lyrically, yeah. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel out of place as like a song. It's just like, oh, this is a wholly different random vibe for the end of this. Like, cool. And if you take <laughs> out like the, just the context of, you know, the record, if you, if these were, like in chronological order of his work, like, um, what is that intro song? I, I decline. decline. I decline. Thank you. I decline belongs with put your back into it and learning and, uh, all along kind of belongs with, um, no shape. No shape. Okay. And um, set smart. my heart on fire immediately. Like I kind of think like, it's like, okay, we were here. This is where we're going. Blah, 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 and now we're here. That's cool. It definitely feels, this album feels like a transitionary piece. It, like, I, like I was saying earlier, it doesn't feel like he's fully resolved this transformation that he's trying to make. And um, it's like the, the shedding of the old skin is where we're at. Like, yeah. Cause I feel like that's pretty obvious like where we're at because he doesn't talk about himself as being beautiful at all no. on this record. Um, but he is accepting the like nasty old body that he has. It's weird because it's like, I I agree with you. I don't feel like he's moved through it, but I also feel like he's in a point of acceptance. Yes. Like that is for sure. Yeah. Like the, like the right before the transformation, like, okay, this is where I am. I'm being honest with myself. Right. Cause move forward. Cause my body, like the, as like grotesque as he's trying to make it sound the whole, like my body is like a rotting peach. Is that mm-hmm. what the, line? a rotted peach, rotted peach. Um, you can have it if you can handle the stink. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like, you know, it's disgusting, but it's, it's like that joke in like monster movies and stuff where it's like a female monster and they're like, Oh, you know, that's stupid ass joke, but it's like, he's owning this like grossness that mm-hmm. he feels yeah. about himself. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's why I, I I I think it stands out to me as a record because it is like just going back to that metamorphosis talk. It's yeah. just like an examination of that. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Bam. This is this has been season two, episode twelve. Um, when we reconvene, it will Finishing be on thirteen. The last one uh, of our collection. Dang, Miss Jean Jeannie I'm has a few choices. Ideas. It's perfect that we are finishing on thirteenth. It kind of like follows our theme Whoa. because mm-hmm. our last season finale was on Halloween. 
We recorded on Halloween. What? Well, this also makes the last episode of we this season. We recorded on Halloween. It wasn't released on Halloween. Oh. Makes the last episode of this season our 20th episode total. Hey. Yeah. So it rounds out. That's true. A good even number. Um, we don't know what we're going to listen to yet. Um, It'll be we'll keep you informed. I think we'll I know. know. I just, I'll run it by you. Okay. Run it by me. Um, but it'll now, be a weird one to talk about. Cause it's going to be one that I, if it's the one that I want to do, I might, we'll, we'll talk about it. Is it the one that you want? I think Here, it's the one, the one you want. Who, 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 honey. honey. Yeah. I think it's the one that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, well, we'll let you know what one that is. Um, but until next time, asses off this time, stay safe. I love you. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Did I scratch that? Biz Marquis died today. Yeah, we were just talking about it. I missed it then. I think I missed it. It was right before you came, I think. Damn. Out of key. Would you stand up and (laughs) walk out on me? When we are here. (laughs) Okay, well, we got that on recording. (laughs) So there's that. Can't use that. Don't have the money. Oh, isn't that the truth? That is the truth. <laughs> we also put it with what yellow submarines sound like, but <laughs> who can pay for it? Not a key. Um, okay, we ready? <laughs> Let's get this. <sighs> Go. It's every single goddamn time. Because <laughs> you get so serious so fast. <laughs> it's showtime. You've seen all that jazz, folks. Showtime. Okay, go. Yeah, I have seen all the jazz, by the way. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Oh, it's that's an underrated movie. That's a good ass motherfucking movie. It's a good movie. Let me tell you, that movie fucked me up. We had the heart attack at the end. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. It's good. It's good. It's real I'm good. Crying. Let me do this. I think the only reason I watched it is because I borrowed a DVD. Maybe it was your DVD, and it had three movies on it. I don't remember what the third movie was, but oh, the first that's two, right? Because they were like dance movies, or something. yeah. Um, all that. That jazz. was me. It was yeah, yeah. Because I had never seen hair before. Well, I've never seen that those DVDs said, ever since. So, <laughs> whoops, a doodle. I mean, you know, they got lost somewhere. Obviously, it was that important to me. <laughs> it's a million years later. I'll replace them. Don't worry about it. Netflix. Okay. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) I'm going to get fired.